Greetings weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism and of course tales of Tamriel. Brought to you by the unofficial Alush Scrolls pages, I am your host Arcanius Tilda Shield and I'm joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Lotus of Doom himself. How's it going, Lotus? I am good, I am good. It has been far too long um, since, since yeah. the last show slash the last time i was here as well so mm. and we're on a, a tuesday recording at <laughs> nine eastern yeah, for, yeah. for anybody looking to... for the live show this is it's definitely been a little off kilter with schedule mm -hmm. so we haven't done anything show related in like 10 days because yeah we made the I mistake i know you guys of... got swamped when i was away at pax and yeah. then it didn't work directly after that because I ended up with an emergency thing. Doc couldn't make it. Like so it's just yeah. been one thing after another. We we made the mistake of making actual plans. Uh and obviously the you know, whenever we make plans, we upset Molag Ball himself because he, he takes it personally that we are making plans while he's the Daedric Prince of pl Plans and he just sabotages everything. Um, so yeah, basically our thought was, okay, Lotus is gonna go to Pax East. We are gonna record uh, without Lotus while he's at Pax East with Doc. And then when Lotus gets back, we are gonna make a special episode for Pax East. Um, and then we are gonna go back on to our like normal routine where we are testing PTS. Um, talk about all the PTS things and stuff like that. None of which worked. Um, <laughs> none of which worked. Uh, all the plans were foiled. So here we are, yeah, on a Tuesday early morning for me once again, and evening for Lotus. And yeah, we and don't have Doc anything is stuck prepared. At work. <laughs> yeah, Doc is stuck at work. We don't have Dirt. anything prepared. This is a full on, full, spontaneous episode. Yeah, we just. We really didn't want to have it go like another week without something. Mm -hmm. Also, going forward, we're going to have to fudge in another weird time for this because upcoming uh, on Sunday when we would normally be recording is uh, Mother's Day slash mm -hmm. Boots' birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dual holiday here in this family. Um, but so that's probably not going to work either. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to find something else to work with. It's also so late at night. Well, or early for you, Ark, because <laughs> I basically got out of work, had to do some yard stuff so that we could like actually take boots out as like everything is like hyper growing now that it's like hot and we just had like a rainstorm. So it dried off. So like everything got freaky long. So I had to like, emergency clear out the yard and i'm like cool i should be able to make it by 9 p.m so i showered and now i'm here so it's like timing <laughs> is great <laughs> yeah but we'll we'll, but, we'll get back on track we'll get back on yeah track. exactly free chapter launch randomness if you will yeah, for for the, the other show thing Right, to that point, too, there's, it's not that there's no news which we'll cover, but it's not like the deluge of everything that hits. Everybody's in-game all the time, so there's a million tales and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's a little more in the waiting for everything to unveil coming up. Yeah. So I guess for everything to get completely 
off the rails timing wise this is at least a better time for it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean if, if it had happened like right at the chapter launch that would have been not fun because yeah or a week before and we wouldn't have been able to talk about the the like private thing that we got to see behind the scenes oh, yeah, that would have been yeah. a huge waste <laughs> <laughs> thanks for yeah, the I'm invite we can't we actually, talk about it <laughs> yeah i'm glad we actually got that out of the way before everything fell apart but yeah. Right. I've been, I've been actually like planning to stream on this like old new channel, whatever you want to call it, twitch.tv slash Tales of Tomriel, to get affiliated and everything like that. I, I was just going to log into PTS and do just random stuff. Um, but then a lot of work stuff happened on my end. Um, life went from like, hey, yeah, this is pretty monotone, to, hey, yeah, let's throw everything at you at the same time and see how you handle all of that and juggle your way out of it. Um, so I ended up not playing anything for the last couple of weeks. Literally, the, like, yesterday was the first time I opened up a game, and it was Star Citizen, and I just set up my controls because there was a new patch, and that was about it, pretty much. Um... Oh yeah, we'll we'll be back to our regular stuff and this cha- uh Shanty in chat says this channel is clearly undead. It it <laughs> it's resur- it's, it's being resurrected. It's, it's not technically wait. undead. It's it's in the process, like it's in the area between undead and alive ish. It's lich mode right now. Yeah, yeah. Just just don't mess with the phylactery or the whole channel's gonna blow up. <laughs> um but yeah so basically that is why we haven't recorded last week that is why we are recording on an out time this week and that is why we'll be recording on an out time next week basically right the the short story of it is 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 that so we do we do have a show somewhat prepared though nonetheless and if not we'll just ramble our way through it for another two hours and it it will just be a classic tales episode yeah, I was going to say, so nothing will be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before we move on to the game news and everything like that, Lotus, you have something exciting and very beneficial to share with people. What is it? Yes. So one thing that happened, it actually happened when I was at PAX East, which was rough because I was trying to manage notifications on stuff like that, but I was very excited about it. Um, some other people in the community have also uh, received this, but Bethesda was doing a thing where they were looking for what's called brand ambassadors, which is not great naming specifically uh it's like calling somebody an influencer or whatever whatever i don't I, those terms give me the cringes but <laughs> nonetheless the idea is that um you kind of represent stuff from them and to anybody who's ever seen my streams or the live version of this show with the absolute wall of nerdy crap behind me specifically <laughs> from uh, it, it's like 90 percent bethesda based between quake fallout and like doom uh and elder scrolls it's uh, yeah so um i was accepted as uh one of the brand ambassadors which is cool and all but uh the main reason that it's it's worth bringing up specifically on this show it's on my twitter as well is um we we've joked more than once about um, how the stuff in the Bethesda store uh, is really cool, but it's not mm-hmm. 
inexpensive to say the least (laughs) specifically with shipping um i i always mention that it's like you kind of get what you pay for but it it's it can be rough price wise um so the benefits of this other than i get to see some behind the scenes stuff no i don't actually get free stuff which is fine because i spend a bunch of money there anyways (laughs) um but the thing that uh, I am able to do, which is why it's worth mentioning, and we'll provide the code and link to it uh, in like the show notes or something like that. If you are going to order something from BethesdaGear.com, um, there is a link, and I will be able to keep providing codes for getting 20% off of whatever you buy. So it'll make your stuff cheaper, i.e. the reason it's kind of worth mentioning. Um, I did it because I wanted to see stuff early, and this is something that I was kind of hoping they would do, and it is. A couple people have already tried it, so thank you to everybody who has tested out the code to find out if it... I, not to sound skeptical, <laughs> to make sure it worked. Uh, <laughs> and and it has, supposedly. Uh, so that's uh, pretty cool. So if you are planning to order anything from the Bethesda Gear Store, uh, hit me up or check the check with us at Tails, and ideally we'll be able to get you something for uh, less money. I, it, mm. And if I get promo stuff, I'll make sure to shout it out. So that's, yeah, exactly. So when you're in a region it make, that's not the U.S., it will suck less. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so so that's like pretty exciting. And um, yeah, since I'm basically a walking advertisement for Bethesda <laughs> anyways with all the junk I buy, um, yeah, I, it's it seemed kind of like a pretty good mix um but yeah that's that's pretty much that big announcement there you go yeah i don't know how like what sort of links and whatnot are there are but we'll we'll if, yeah, if, I'll give you if one. there's it's... stuff we can link we'll just drop them in the show notes and if you are listening yeah, to it's... this in audio format i think in the in the like applications that i use for example on spotify if you click like read more on the little show description it brings up like a full episode context uh, in which the links might be clickable or you might need to copy paste. I don't know. Or just reach reach out to us on Discord. It's it's yeah, um, it's or pretty on Twitter. Easy. Yeah, it's, it's are... pretty straightforward from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. So just if you plan on ordering anything, no longer pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you don't know where our Discord and whatnot is, go to talesoftomrealpodcast.com, which is also brand new-ish. So all the links are there now in a, in a singular place. But yeah, Lotus is just moving up the chain in being yeah, the, man, the, the legend in the Bethesda... Yeah, yeah, in the <laughs> Bethesda world. Oh, man. That's good though. That's good. Yeah. I I, I, yeah. I, I might I might use it as well. I'll have to I'll have hey, to look whatever. at the I'll store. I'll chill away if it gets everybody <laughs> cheaper stuff. <laughs> look, man, I'll for all the good and bad Bethesda may have, you know, faced in the past few years, I'm not ashamed to admit I will simp for Bethesda. It's it's <laughs> it they created the games that brought me to today so i've got no complaints i mean i will criticize when when it's due but i'm a fanboy i'm not gonna hide it 
Well, that's just, I mean, <laughs> before we move on, what, one of the things that I do joke about is, um, like, we wouldn't run a podcast about mm-hmm. the stuff yeah. if we didn't like it, even when we <laughs> criticize it. Um, yeah. It's really easy to tell if I don't like something because I stopped. I, I have a brief period of annoyance and then I stop having anything to do with it. <laughs> so, so the second you see me complain on Tales and then have nothing to do with Elder Scrolls, then you'd know I actually had a problem with them. So yeah, yeah. that's never been the case. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to uh, the, the game news stuff. Yeah. Now, I haven't had the time, as I said... To, because of dealing with time to follow really anything in any gaming areas. Uh, I've just been swamped with work and my own project. So I don't know what's been going on. So Lotus, why don't you take so, over the, the, this part? Sure. Actually, um, you are going to be pretty much doing the talking today <laughs> entirely. That's... So I'll, I'll just do the segues and, and stuff like that. That's... Uh, that's... Uh, that... You know that whatever it, it it it'll work fine, and it'll just be a podcast that I won't <laughs> like as much because I when I have to re-listen to these and it's too much me, it's problematic. Um, the big thing is because the servers I believe are back up and running. Um, the hardware refresh of the PCNA data center, hey, yeah. Um, is 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 finished i guess since it was supposed to be concluded with maintenance um so it wasn't supposed to have a a major performance increase which maybe this is my lack of understanding but i don't know how that's physically possible even if that's not the focus of it just to upgrade the stuff it just seems like um that in the end it would have some type of positive benefit but i I guess we'll see that's not really it's probably going to be more stable like remember how when they released the even i would consider an improvement though (laughs) yeah like remember when they released the the patch that seemingly broke everything the the dlc or the i forgot the dlc's name but the, the the dlc that started this whole season um, and everything oh, broke. Uh, the rising tide or ascending yeah, tide. Everything broke, and it was actually yeah. like a faulty hardware piece. Right, 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 right. So we'll probably have less of those happen. Uh, that would be is the great. is the idea. But if it improves um, performance, it's old for the better. But yeah, yeah we'll we'll, um, we'll see about that. Right, but that that the supposedly the performance uh, improvement is is not like a a thing that this is supposed mm-hmm. to be related to um as for the other servers pc eu as well as both console nas and eus uh is coming at a later date but apparently there is a back order on these things mm-hmm. where they they are just not able to do all of them so let's see um and Kiz actually uh, mentioned that it seems minorly snappier, um, it, it, which great. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing. Don't look for improvement here because that's not the focus. If anything runs better, great, but don't expect it. Expect 
it to I mean, be the same. As long as it doesn't work worse. Exactly. As long as it stays at least comparable, well, there you go. Like, um, so yeah, that that's you know that happened for PCNA and all other servers are to be determined because they actually did not give dates. My assumption being that they're unsure of when they're going to get mm. the ability to upgrade these. Yeah. Um, we also got our new lore master as um, Lee yes. Tuttle has moved on to another project within the company. So, mm. uh, Best wishes to Lehman Tuttle. You have been a great lore master, in my opinion, as well as a pleasure to meet in person at ESO Vegas. And, um, you know, our original interaction was when I found out that as much as we do with uh, Extra Life, he also is a supporter of Extra Life, which mm -hmm. is a great charity. So all around, uh, you know, any of my experiences with Lehman has has been very awesome so hopefully his new endeavor is uh, a lot of fun and very successful for him in his place we got our new lore master of mike zenke i believe is how to pronounce his name apologies in advance if i <laughs> completely crush that uh, but he was on the most recent eso live from was it Thursday or Friday? Friday, I believe. Friday, 4 okay. p.m. sometime. Gotcha. Okay. Well, either <clears> way, <throat> the previous ESO Live from this recording of mm -hmm. the 2nd of May? Yeah. The uh, 3rd of May? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that last ESO Live, if you would like to see his unveiling, so to speak, um, very minimal uh, Black Sacrament to summon him and all that good stuff, but he he was on the live stream. Mm -hmm. And all around, see, he gave some of his background on, I, it seemed like, uh, from my understanding, he, he helped in the creation of some pretty well-known stories slash characters in the like, series. Some of the most fan-favorite characters, actually, like... Razumdar and Shia Gorath with the Mage's Guild quest line and things like that. So, yeah, it's, he has a pretty solid background on Elder Scrolls Online on top of yes. like everything else. But just, just on Elder Scrolls Online, he's been involved with some of the most fan favorite stuff that the game has seen in the you know past eight years. So, yep. Yeah. Um, so welcome aboard. Uh, glad to have you as part of the, uh, Elder Scrolls online forward facing, I <laughs> guess. It, I, I would assume a lore master is a promotion. I don't know why it wouldn't be. So I was going to say I've, big congrats. I, I actually have no idea what exactly they do, but <laughs> I, <laughs> they did. It's the, it's just the coolest title. Yeah. To, like, yeah. I want to put lore master on my resume. I need to write a really crappy book. And just say that I'm the lore master of that book just so I can have it on a resume. <laughs> so, yeah, he. So, Le Lehman Tunnel did switch to their other AAA project within ZeniMax Online I, Studios. Yeah, because so, it was brought up in chat, maybe Elder Scrolls 6. That is no, unlikely no, no. as that would be Bethesda Game Studios. Mm -hmm. um, so, he's staying within ZeniMax, which yeah. would be the AAA. Uh, my assumption, at least, uh, would be the AAA pro uh, MMO project that's mm -hmm. unannounced, but they've been hiring. On the horizon. They've been hiring specifically for that project 
for yeah. the last like two three years i believe um yeah initially um, they were actually announcing the people like some of the big names they were getting and I, if i remember correctly i might be confusing the games but they had veteran game designers and developers from games like destiny uh i for some reason i have this like memory of reading like call of duty um so wouldn't there surprise this, me there was this group of like six, seven people that they announced all coming from massive multiplayer projects in the in the industry. Like it's yep. so that actually and, and some of them were shooter related. That's the main part that I remember. So my theory has always been whatever they are making next, it will involve guns. That's yeah. what I've been saying for the past two years because of the names they announced that was going to be leading this new project and because they had like a lot of shooting games background. And so, there has actually been news of like or rumors that there was a quote unquote leak that it's going to yeah. be a Mandalorian game and a Mandalorian right, I, MMORPG. I heard that too. I figured it would be worth at least mentioning that that was supposedly leaked. Leaks these days, it's like, are they scripted? Are they mm -hmm. full of crap? Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's hard to tell. But that was just the only thing that they really had mm -hmm. leak, quote unquote. But it remains to be seen. Yeah. But if it is Mandalorian-related game or it's star wars in general related wars, game sure my at least my theory that whatever they are making next will have guns will be proven yeah, right so up. i'll be happy right. with that I'll, I'll i'll be happy i'll take that um sure. other than that i i have zero interest in star wars in general so i it's, it's not it's, super my thing either but yeah. <laughs> we shall I see i liked mandalorian because it felt more like a western thing than star wars in general so mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Um, at least we now know whatever they are working on next will have a great lore master, uh, with Lehman Tuttle, and yeah. it seems that we are in good hands for Elder Scrolls Online as well with uh Mike Zenke. So yeah, all in all, worked out in all ends. All right. Um. <laughs> so you 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 were. Not ready for, for me to go silent, weren't you? <laughs> I, I wasn't, and then I opened up Google Docs and blinded myself. <laughs> Which is the worst. Um, <laughs> I just saw on your camera that you were like, oh, I should like switch to Google Docs. And then saw that your camera just got this halo of light in your face. Beaming light, and my corneas just melted away. <laughs> It's 2022. Um, really... Google is one of the biggest corporations in the world, <laughs> and Google Docs does not have a dark mode by default. It's what is this? We're going to start wearing sunglasses on the show <laughs> so that we can be really cool and not go blind. <laughs> or in my case, blinder. <laughs> um, so the other thing that some information is out, and uh, just going to shout out, I mean, there's a lot of great creators who have it covered but friend of the show benevolent Bodhi and his wonderful site uh has a whole bunch of information on it they dropped information on the zeal of zenithar mm. upcoming event um so check that out um 
that'll be it's still a little ways away but at the same time uh lots of information on that we're not going to cover everything just yet on it in case anything changes and once the actual event drops we can get Mm -hmm. into it more but look for that coming up on the horizon uh it's basically the idea to the zeal of zenithar event is um at zenithar being the god of like uh, synopsis wise the god of like work ethic and tasks and stuff like that (laughs) um there there's some group activity stuff uh you do a writ each day not all your writs you do a read writ each day i just said we weren't going to discuss this but whatever we'll do a quick quick (laughs) synopsis here um the repeatable thing you can do it's a great time save your master writs because they will give you the drop boxes from the event so you can do a whole bunch of them uh Mm -hmm. assuming it's also probably double xp um and then there's some community things for working together with staying with this theme by doing like dungeons and arenas and stuff like that with guild mates which is a oh, new thing that's that they've neat. never done yeah so yeah. that's pretty cool it's kind of in- inspiring you to do some teamwork stuff um so yeah it it seems like it's it's a new event obviously so it'll be curious to see how this one works out um and if mm. they will still give us spider legs from the last event <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> look i didn't play e- anything and also ESO in the last few weeks. Even I have some front spider legs for some reason. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. Fine. I may have done like one writ. Absorbed through total. osmosis. Yeah, but somehow even I have them. It's... Um, what do you call it? The only other thing that I feel is worth uh, mentioning because we don't necessarily dive too deeply into pts on the show we kind of reference it or whatever talk about Mm -hmm. stuff um but this was a topic of discussion earlier and it's just something that i was looking forward to that i'm now less looking forward to (laughs) which was the oaken soul or now oaken sadness ring (laughs) which got nerfed really hard um there was some debate um understandably on on if it was really as crippled as it seemed like it was and um it definitely took a really heavy hit uh it in terms you can you can mimic what it does so basically it was a del it, it's a ring with a deluge of bonuses mm-hmm. unnamed bonuses um which you sacrifice having a back bar in order to use it and i thought that sounded really cool uh for accentuating this one bar build thing that's been going on a whole bunch but um they changed it for well i mean it was pretty overpowered it's at least it (laughs) seemed pretty overpowered which I make no bones about. I don't care about being overpowered. Bring it on. Yeah. Power creep is my friend. People hate it. I get it. Not me. Um, I did see the problem of it spilling into PvP on a werewolf specifically because mm, yeah. y- if you are already <laughs> based on one bar and all of that was buffing you, as that's nonsense. Um, <laughs> like I, there, there was some, uh, you know, some 
obvious problems there. So it would have needed something to counteract that at minimal. But basically, they changed it off unnamed buffs for the most part into named buffs. So So they don't stack anymore. So exactly. And that that's the thing um, which I I just was trying to make my point earlier to some people. Um, It's not that you can't still have it be useful, especially for solo content. It can still be useful. The problem is as a side effect of that and a lot of these buffs being able to be acquired via running in a group by having support Mm -hmm. and using potions and stuff like that you cover these things so this thing is just a lot of redundancy now at the expense of a back bar which okay well i mean you've got a hundred percent uptime if you're solo but like i don't know it definitely lost a lot of appeal to me i don't necessarily think it it's going to be like worthless or anything but it is far less appear appealing to me because i i liked the idea of like a one bar build being like way more viable for people who can't bar swap um as many people have actually said in the community and i you know i've shouted out duma for for designing it around some people have like issues physically being Mm -hmm. able to bar swap so i liked the idea of making it more accessible to them that's really cool from my perspective when i do one bar things it's because i'm lazy i I don't (laughs) have a like it's not like anything like oh i i can't i like it for the for the people who can benefit from that that's awesome to get them included for me personally it's just like cool i can do less but do a decent amount of respectable damage and that's why i started with one bar until i got better at it and then flip-flopped and it's like okay well now i use both but it would be kind of neat if i didn't have to less so now um i wanted to just shout out skinny cheeks's video discussing it um in the most recent PTS, just because um, he explained very similar and concisely kind of what I was thinking when I read the patch notes. It is, it, you can still do some decent damage with it and stuff like that. I just wish instead of turning them all into named buffs, maybe if they did need to nerf it, scale back the unnamed buffs as opposed to just turn them all into something that becomes redundant. That's really, yeah. I don't know we'll see it it's already it, it just got changed in week three maybe it'll change again they actually uh seem to have been listening to some of the feedback on different sets on pts so that's good this is the only one that i was super super all about right out the gate that i wanted to mess with um but yeah so so it's something i just wanted to mention because it was something i had brought up before less appealing to me personally <laughs> now but it, you know if you think that's for the best you know feel free to let us know or whatever i think a lot of people felt it did need to be nerfed but maybe not in the way it was i guess is all i mean i'm i'm kind of more interested in that one set that has 12 East bonuses, oh. <laughs> all just resources health magicka stamina health magicka stamina health magicka stamina yeah, I know people. Uh, I know there was some movement of what buffs go where as well with that, so mm. that you couldn't just, oh, I've got one or two extra pieces floating around. You know what? We'll just put these on and get a massive bonus. I think they push <laughs> some of the more beneficial things later down the line. Uh, yeah, I so just want to find just use the use a case for it. You know, just, right, just like, like where all twelve pieces, just like a yeah. lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I don't know what it'll be yet, but I'm definitely gonna find a use case for that set. I'm just, um, I don't know. I like dealing with weird sets rather than the actual quote-unquote meta pieces. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. But um, that's really, I feel, the big news topics that we probably needed to cover um with this one. At, le- at least anything that was on my radar personally. Mm-hmm. So. Nothing was on my um, radar this past couple of weeks. Zero so things I don't, on I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have to cover more or if this is the stuff, but that's, that's yeah, that's the news. Um, we do have a fun tale segment this week by Lotus, which you'll, you know, talk about is PAX East experience. But before we get into all that, of course, we have a round of shout outs to do. Starting with everyone supporting us over at patreon.com slash UESP and getting their hands on the upcoming nice Elder Scrolls themed UESP merch. We have mkari underscore 12, which I actually know from Twitter, and OA Kitten Photo. Now that I remember, because she asked about it, I had found like kittens on the, uh, the down the apartment's garage. And now that I just remember that, anyway, I'll have to take a picture. Uh, we have Alexander Sims, Fred, and Sarah. Thank you all so very much for supporting us again over at uh, USB Patreon. It is appreciated. It helps run your favorite um, Elder Scrolls pages to run, as well as this show. So it's a double benefit. We also have an iTunes review that I don't remember if we read this last week or not, or rather two weeks I- ago. Um, or if we had just, if I had just shared this to to the group, um, but I'm gonna read it anyway in the case that we haven't. <laughs> so it's titled "This Podcast Renewed My Love for This Game." I enjoy this podcast so much that I have started listening to the back catalog of episodes from the very beginning, which is gonna be a massive but amazing journey. I love the personalities of the hosts and guests, the content and the pace of each episode. Please keep up the good work. Thanks for helping me fall back in love with ESO. That is from Jinkies. And I really, really appreciate that. Like, if we, if we can get people people's love for Elder Scrolls or Elder Scrolls Online to rekindle, that's just, that's just great. Yeah. I mean, that's what the podcast does to me every single time. I, if it wasn't for <laughs> right. Tales, I would have probably quit Elder Scrolls Online a while ago because I'm not an MMORPG player, but yeah, like, yeah, no, I can hear that. Yeah, do, doing the doing this show is the most for me the most enjoyable part of Elder Scrolls Online. So they go hand in hand. Like if mm-hmm. it wasn't for ESO, we wouldn't be doing the show. If it wasn't for the show, I probably would have been a lot less involved with ESO. So right, yeah, sure, sure, a mutual thing. But yeah, Jinkies, we appreciate the five star as always. And thank you very much. So before we move on to the um to the Tales segment and let Lotus talk about Pax East, all the things he did, all the people he mm-hmm. met, um, we are gonna have a quick break and we'll be back with you in a minute. And we are back with the fan favorite segment of the show, Tales of Tamriel, which I'm going to let Lotus take over completely because once again, as it is with the theme of this episode, I have nothing to talk about. (laughs) 
So, Lotus, take it away. What have you been doing? Um, how was PAX East? Who did you meet? Was there any Elder Scrolls-specific things that you got to experience? So, PAX East was a ton of, ton of fun. Um, very enjoyable all around. Um, it was definitely a bit peculiar for uh, obvious reasons with... You know, just because things are improving in terms of the pandemic, um, it's it's not just gone. Like, um, yeah. so so precautions definitely are still a, a major factor uh, with a lot of things. So it definitely shifted the the way the show ran. Um, Bethesda was not that. My favorite thing that I've always said is uh, Bethesda game days are are where the show really shines which is funny mm -hmm. because it's not actually <laughs> pax east proper um <laughs> but unfortunately uh bethesda game days was not a thing because they they did not travel over to the show um xbox was not present at the show sony was not present at the show and neither was nintendo it was much more indie focused wow. yeah it, it, the big three were like missing that. Um, so it was very indie focused, a lot of board game focused stuff like that, which is, you know, one of the things that PAX does actually provide a lot of benefit for people. Um, but I went mainly because one, it's it's like down the street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous of that. Uh, so there's that. But um, what do you call it? The the big thing about it was mainly just getting to see people like that's that's really like the big draw to me is getting mm -hmm. to see people in person. Um, and that didn't disappoint uh, at all because I I'm just going to do a quick shout out to everybody that I did get to see in person sans the people who. I'm super glad I met all of you as well. Some of you don't do the whole like content stuff or you don't, you're not super public facing, whatever the case. I don't want to put you on blast if you're uncomfortable with that or anything like that. Mm. But people from the ESO fam that I, I'm pretty sure are okay with me <laughs> mentioning them <laughs> in person. Um, I got to meet Nephis in person, which was great because we were joking that at some point in life, we were probably going to finally meet each other. Um, <laughs> so he, he was here obviously. And, uh, I, I was glad to see him finally try a lobster roll, uh, I was let down that he was let down and didn't really understand what the hell a lobster roll was. And um, so that was a thing. But yeah, uh, uh, kudos to everybody for trying all the seafood of the region um, that, that did come up here. Uh, I got to meet Nelly Serendipity, uh, who leads the Misfits Guild of PVPers. Uh, the Fox Den, which is Ninetales and Mrs. Ninetales, Man Cave Gaming, got to meet Avron, Tatanko, Damned Nerd, John, and of course, Shirley Curly, uh, who is, or Curry, Skyrim I Grandma. Name, right? Skyrim <laughs> Grandma, who is just adorable. Um, and she actually had a panel, which was very, very amusing. Uh, she kind of discussed how she plays through these games and she discussed um the situation of kind of remembering how to do stuff after she had her uh stroke oh tatanko's in chat hey buddy um <laughs> so 
it was a pleasure to meet her again. I've met her once before. Uh, same with Tatanko, actually. I, I met him at the at the last Bethesda game days that existed. Um, but it, it was a pleasure getting to meet everybody in person. We got to all go out and have a couple very nice dinners around Boston. It was a lot, a lot of fun um, for all of the people who didn't, uh, well, who got the PAX Pox or some type of degree of mm-hmm. something because... Unfortunately, uh, even though you were required to be vaccinated and you did need to have masks on um, the premises uh, whenever you were there, except for like having a sip of something or like moving it for like a quick second to take a picture and then putting it back on type of thing. Masks were required the whole time. Um, However, some people uh, that there was some sicknesses uh, that happened. And actually, this this is just something that um, I saw in the news and I kind of it's not elder scrolls specifically related but i kind of wanted to specifically bring it up because i i don't want to um have it kind of be overlooked because those that got you know head colds or whatever uh, you know hope they feel better a couple people i know did get covid um they they obviously being vaccinated and stuff like that in most cases it it was good um there was in the news though uh i start from the uh massively op uh dot com um unfortunately there was a pax enforcer that passed away um oh what yeah what one person did get covid um and and passed on um so it's don d star wood um I, I just wanted to specifically mention that just because it's still like a thing as much as people are definitely over the hassle of this stuff. Um, it, it's still a thing where mm-hmm. you do need to balance risk with this stuff. And, and I'm very glad that PAX went above and beyond Massachusetts regulations uh, for, for the conference. Mm-hmm. Like they were not mandated to do all the stuff they did there. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to say that I, I didn't get anything from the con um, and stuff like that. But I, I just I would be remiss to not mention that specifically because, you know, even though I didn't know them, that that does, you know, it, that's that's an awful thing that happened. Um, so please keep taking care of yourselves. Uh, don't just throw all caution to the wind. <laughs> um, and, and you know, that's that's just kind of the only thing with that. It, you know, I understand things are going back to normal and I'm certainly glad they are. But just do your best to to try to stay safe still. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the best way I can put it. Um, the outside i don't know outside bethesda stuff at the event uh it it was interesting because it was the first time i was ever granted a press pass uh uh, under the Mm. suggestion of both pylon and um rich lambert (laughs) (laughs) because they at the last bethesda game days mentioned they were like why do you have that pass? And I was like, I don't know. What other pass should I have? <laughs> um, and, and they were like, why don't you have a press pass? I was like, because I'm not press. And they were like, you have a podcast. You absolutely count as press. Um, so I figured, what the hell? I might as well give it a try. And I was actually accepted. And I also learned during the event, because people who are Twitch partners, Man Cave, uh, the Fox Den, uh, Nephis, were declined theirs. <laughs> 
I mean, what? The, like, <laughs> that's the thing with the podcast. Like, it's the concept of a podcast versus like live streaming. Live streaming or creating YouTube content gets gets you to collaborate a lot more and get a lot more actively involved with yep. with with like the developers or whatever you are working on. But then the podcasts doesn't really get that. However, the podcast due to its I guess nature or or like the style does get like those press vibes a little bit more than than streaming Perhaps and stuff like that. So it, the other thing that my only guess was because I'm not gonna lie, we did have like a dinner meeting trying to discuss how any of this crap works. Because <laughs> um discussing it with with some of the people at the event seemed to result in them kind of not even having specific guidelines for anything. Um my only guess from our side of things is that we actually uh between here at at tales and prior to we we use the dungeon crawler network which and robots radio those are two published websites so mm, like maybe that, that because in, on the on the resume i was just like yeah you want to look at my stuff uh here you go here's here's a website and here's another website so i'm wondering <laughs> if maybe that got me in just because i, that I could mentioned be yeah, so I unfortunately it's super nebulous, but I appreciate it um, that that they let me in because I got to go in early before the crowds. Um, I totally got to get some free stuff so that I didn't have to spend as much money on food and drink, uh, which was lovely. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got to browse around, and see some stuff. I'm a huge Borderlands person, so Wonderlands and Gearbox had a big presence there and had their reveal uh, not. Elder Scrolls related, but that was super entertaining to me. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, in in general, it was just it was a lot of fun, but it was mostly fun because of the people I got to meet. I mm. would. It made me miss ESO Vegas and slash Bethesda game days even more because we had our little cadre of us that met up because it was just like the miniature pers version of the ESO fam. And it wasn't even an Elder Scrolls related event. Like, it was just <laughs> like, we just had our little group there, uh, which, which was a lot of fun. Um, and it was a pleasure to meet everybody. We, um, like I said, all around very enjoyable experience. Um, and, I really hope that things are more normalized so next year it can be more back to normal. Though one thing I will say about Paxis this year is for the first time ever, there was some breathing room on the floor because it was just more spread out without yeah. some of the major things. So it's like walking around was actually totally manageable. Uh, also, shout out to the cookie truck that was there. Those the cookie were truck? It was a, so there were there were food trucks. Uh, so there's restaurants in the thing. There's stuff like that, and then they're they're outside in like this pavilion. The weather was beautiful in Boston uh, that weekend, and outside in this pavilion, there are just food trucks everywhere. Oh, um, okay. And one of them, after we got food and stuff like that, I was like, man, I'm not a big sweets person, but I was like, I really want something like sweet or whatever which is weird and i was like oh a cookie truck so i went over those things were crack 
I, I don't, I have no idea what was in them. It's just laced with moon sugar. Like, I don't understand. They were incredible. They're in Thompsfield, Mass. I, I, it's just literally the cookie wagon. Look them up if you're in Thompsfield, Massachusetts. It's like a farm area or something. Oh my God, they were so good. So, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. No, I'm, uh, dude, it's like 5 a.m. in the morning. Where am I getting I'm cookies? I know. I'm sorry. It's just they were so good. They Let couldn't alone, not be gonna shouted get cookies out. That some random food truck in Pax East made. Like, come on. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, sorry. But um, yeah. All in all, it, it was a ton of fun. Fingers crossed that uh, more events start coming up again. You know, soon and and. We'll be able to have another big ESO reveal in one giant pile, and you can fly here and you can join us. Actually, you need I to come mean, to one of these. In in regards to like the past couple of weeks, uh, events regarding my work stuff and whatnot like that, I might actually be able to afford a trip Hell or two. Yeah. So we'll we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see. That's. Yes, uh, yes. I do. I am itching to spend some money, yes. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Zoss, it's on you. Um, Make an event. <laughs> yeah. I just need, like, the, the one thing is the visa process is a sure. long process. So um, if I don't know the yeah. date quite ahead of time. Yeah, it'll, um, it'll be a little tricky. Yeah. If I get an official, like, an invite thing, though. Like from the event or from the company or something like that, then it's yeah. like, yep, just fly in. Otherwise, oh, right, it can take right. time. So sure, sure. When the time but, is right, um, I'm just gonna talk to Zas. Like, can you just yeah, formally just like, look, invite just, me just because yeah, I can speak this up and join? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can really not be that big of a deal. But just say you're inviting me, please. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much my my recap of PAX East. Uh, check out any of the people I mentioned for their coverage of it. I tried to make a, a, a little like video thing of just everybody saying hi and stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. the audio quality was shit. Mm -hmm. So I didn't post <laughs> that um, because it was garbage. And um, <laughs> I did not have the quality equipment for that type of thing. So it sounded like crap. And I, I was just like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going to put this out. You can check out. Any anybody else, Fox Den, Man Cave, Nephis, uh, Nelly, anybody who did a much better job mm. than I could have done with my not professional equipment there. <laughs> I love your video um, with with Nine Tails, where you, you just the, the, she just goes like, "Look, we found it's Lotus," and then completely ignores Lotus on the side to say, like, I, "Yeah, talk about, about other five things. things." I was also like eyeing my chicken plate. <laughs> Like, cause in that video, we didn't have a mask on because we were literally off to the side in the food area. <laughs> like, because again, it, it's only designated areas. It was like, Ooh, we'll just scooch over to this corner. And like food was ready. So I was like, Oh man, I'm real hungry. <laughs> like <laughs> eyeing the table for us to stop. <laughs> but uh yeah it, it was, I, it was I, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people got a laugh out of that one. So, um, no, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And then I haven't done a ton in-game either because between work, PAX East, and everything else, um, I've gotten to play some, um, but 
the only real things of note that I figured I would just shout out for goofy stories um, was we were messing around with Black Rose Prison. Um, I'm, I'm in an Unchained Prague, but it wasn't that group. We were just like, hey, there's some of us around want to just see if we can get some of these weird achievements out of the Black Rose prison. And I learned that I don't know who came up with some of these, but they're weird. Um, <laughs> for anybody who, I mean, you've messed with Black Rose prison a little bit. Yeah. Um, that Black Rose prison is kind of a mess. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's just a lot is, is the, it's, it's, one of the harder it's one of the hardest things to do as a four player group yeah um and some of the achievements relate to very very specific things during fights several of which include doing the fights incorrectly oh which is weird um specifically in in arena three we it's the vampire arena um Mm. with lady minara or whatever it is um, so basically one of the achievements, I believe it's called skeletal summoning or something like that. The idea is you want to avoid these, these swirling blue portals that appear and float around the map. Uh, and you want to kill these skeletal mages that are popping up because if the mages sit around for too long, they'll sacrifice themselves into the blue portals and they'll summon these, these giant bone colossuses mm-hmm. and the bone colossuses will tether to the boss, making the boss invincible until they die. And they do crazy amounts of damage. And for skeletal summoning, you need to spawn three of them within the first 30 seconds of the fight. Oh, my God. So basically, don't touch anything. Just let everything play out. Not even let everything play out. That's not fast enough. You need to run into the portals. Oh. Screw that up. (laughs) Then get more skeletons to spawn and let them hang out while you're trying to jump into portals. (laughs) It is ridiculous. Um, and then it's not just do it. You have to win. Like you have to clear the fight. So Gosh. it's not just do it and then cool. Here's your achievement. It's do the fight wildly incorrectly is what it was. <laughs> and it was, it was ridiculous. Like we were goofing around in there. Like we, uh, to be fair, it was really funny doing some of the things we did. Um, that one worked out. We almost got it, but we, we actually want to go back into it. There's one called the Thrilling Trifecta, which is the Notorious Arena 4, um, which is the first three arena bosses basically at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they come out at stages of health. So it's like a controllable thing. And normally you want to like, okay, nuke this one off, kill that one to summon this one. Then you get a little bit of cleave damage, but focus that one down so you don't deal with its mechanics. Thrilling Trifecta is killing all three of the bosses within 20 seconds of each other. Oh my God. So you need to have all of the crap up at the same time. So you need to damage them just enough to summon the next one, but leave them alive. And then they're going to be doing their mechanics plus bringing in their summons Uh. while while you bring in the next one. And then you need to kill all three of them within 20 seconds. We (laughs) We got really, really close. But the big problem well there were two pretty big problems Hi, boo. um there were there were two sort of problems we ran into one was awkward was um we would accidentally 
kill the first boss. <laughs> um, oh, no. Because she's melee unless mm. it, it's the one from the first arena where she does like the 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 spinning fire geyser yeah, thing. Yeah. So she'll go to the middle for that every time. The rest of the time she's melee. So she keeps running at whoever's trying to do stuff. So she's always taking cleave damage, <laughs> which is very problematic and we we had problems with there was one where we had her at literally 4100 hit points and somebody was just kiting her around the outside of the arena desperately trying to keep her from taking any <laughs> damage um while we whittled down the other two did don't not sneeze work. on um, it don't sneeze on it pretty, pretty much because even a puncture would have killed yeah, her at that point yeah. <laughs> like we couldn't even taunt her anymore it was it was all over um so that was problematic. The other big problem, which was after we stopped, we were kind of strategizing on if we go back to do it again, like something we could do a little better to make sure they could all come out, is it's not the second boss. It's not the first boss. It's not even the third boss. It's the fact that when Tames the Beast, the obnoxious one, uh, everybody's big issue from Arena mm -hmm. 2, the Argonian who summons... A Wamasu, a Hajmoda, uh, a River Trolls, and all yeah. this. It summons that are the problem. It's not him. And we can get, it's relatively easy to get rid of the Wamasu, which spawns first. The problem we had was that damn Hajmoda would come up and we're like, okay, we have to just nuke the Hajmoda. Like, that's what. But then the Hajmoda would run directly onto the middle boss, like oh. the, the boss when she does the flame spout. So he's chucking rocks at us while we're trying to dodge the flame spout. <laughs> and while we're killing him, we're killing the boss that we need to keep alive. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, <clears throat> it was an absolute disaster. And Things you we do for achievements, man. It's insane. It's worth 10 I points. I don't, I don't, I don't have points. it anymore. 10 points for all of that? Nah. <laughs> all of that. All of that is 10 points. Um, it, we were having some fun with it. And in the end, our strategy that we we almost got it, we screwed up at the very end and we killed the other one too early. We were like, no, she she the, the first boss died to basically natural causes. We got rid of the <laughs> Hajmoda. Um, we got rid of the Wamasu. We had just the three bosses. But like the other boss died off too quick. We weren't ready to pop the other two because we had been trying to focus on the mini crap first to then nuke. Mm -hmm. We had the whole room almost dead too, but it was just, it. everything went south all at once. So it was like, no. We started <laughs> doing it with two tanks. So one of the tanks would grab the bosses and just run away with them. Mm -hmm. One of the tanks would scoop up all of the little crap I guess that and makes try sense. to pull it. So we started to get pretty good at doing that. And it's just everybody needed to self-sustain at that point. It was like, mm -hmm. nah, man, you're on your own. <laughs> like, um, but it was it, it was pretty entertaining. Black Rose Prison is a mess, but uh, that was pretty fun. Um, there's some other ones in there. The only other one which is weird for doing it wrong is the final fight. You have to collect the ghosts so that he doesn't do this giant spectral explosion and blow everybody up. 
Oh. Well, there's one for making sure he always gets two ghosts so that you take a whole lot of spectral explosion <laughs> damage. And I'm like, of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Um, and yeah, it, it was just, there's some, some goofy stuff in there that we were messing around with. So that was really kind of all my ESO time. Um, I didn't really have a lot other than just some random, mm -hmm. not important stuff. Uh, finally got Dungeon Tales coming back out for everybody who is interested in that uh, series. It was a little hiatus because of PAX East. And I did submit a bug report as well as let the team know. Dire Frost keeps a little wonky. Um, huh. It, yeah. So Dire Frost Keep is the one that I actually just launched earlier today. If you're interested in the story of Dire Frost Keep, it's just on my YouTube. Um, the speaking stones actually start the next dialogue before it finishes the previous dialogue. Plus. It's a weird thing I've never, but if you're not doing the story, you'll never really notice this. But basically the speaking stone will be like, and then we went into then blah, blah, and it just immediately skips like the last <laughs> word. It's, it's just bizarre. It sounds like I hit skip dialogue, but I didn't because it's not a thing you interact with. Yeah. And it, we did the dungeon several times trying to find ways to fix it. And we just got the least offensive version. Um, but like I said, I, I let the team know that it's like, well, it's not game breaking or anything. And if you play with subtitles, you can read what it says. And it's literally mm. like just the last word. But it's just, it's weird when you're doing the story. It sounds like when you're skipping dialogue, except yeah. you're not skipping dialogue. And I'm like, well, that is just I don't remember that at all. But then again, I haven't done that dungeon in... Yeah. ages so right and, and dire frost keep that's an og like original yeah, vanilla yeah. dungeon from from uh east march it's mm -hmm. like but uh yeah so that was just something of note that was a little peculiar in there um and then finally as i, I you know as always uh i have no stream schedule of my own to speak of but <laughs> uh with the Bethesda launcher shutting down uh, and them just migrating everything over to Steam. Uh, you can now get the classic Elder Scrolls games on Steam. In fact, you can get the whole series of any that are on a computer, uh, not using emulators, of course. Um, so Shadow Key, uh, Stormhold, and On Stark don't count. Um, they're all on Steam now. Mm -hmm. And Arena and Daggerfall are free still. They, you can just download them for free. They are... Yeah. <laughs> they're hilariously small. I believe Arena is like 28 megs. 26, uh, I checked. 26 because I'm megs, planning on mistake. playing it. <laughs> 26 megs, my mistake. Um, so I uh, downloaded those, obviously. And I uploaded the whole Battlespire live stream to my YouTube. And I... I had several people ask, they were like, oh, didn't you do Arena? Like, could you do, could you upload those? And I was like, oh, it's on my Twitch. Actually, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can. And I've, if you listen way back to those, the first time I played it, I was, I didn't think anybody would actually want to watch that. Little did I know how much people enjoy <laughs> suffering. Um, so the very first episode, I did not stream. The second two episodes or three episodes that I did, Twitch didn't save them for whatever reason. I think I saved them wrong when I when I like mm. 
clipped them or something, but the, basically they were lost. Like they're just not there. And then the rest of the series, starting with Labyrinthian forward, it's all archived so I can just upload them. And I was like, you know what? Let's test out the Steam version and then I will get the beginning of the game and we'll have a full playthrough. So I made a different character based on the last episode we had. Uh, I made myself a Breton and sure enough, can confirm Benefactor is just as smart as everybody thinks he is. <laughs> um, the first thing that it tells you is that um, as a Breton, you're uh, a descendant, descendant of the Druids of Galen. Exactly oh, the reference he made. It's totally in your opening dialogue on the dude. world map. So cool. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a neat little thing. And that's exactly why I did that. Um, on the flip side, uh, you will very much know when I'm no longer playing the steam version on the, uh, YouTube uploads because I will suddenly become a red guard. <laughs> because that was my original playthrough. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I made uh Breton and jumped back into the game and, there are a couple things to note about the Steam version. The Steam version, at least in my experience, is unbelievably simple to get working. It literally just download it, click it on Steam, it starts up. I have five hours about of gameplay on it. I have not had a crash once. Oh, there you go. I, yeah, I, just, I, I, I'm thinking... It, now that it's on Steam and it's mm -hmm. sort of like plug and play almost, it it totally I, is. I I I I am thinking of doing a stupid thing uh, myself. Oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel so like that would this. be a good start for this channel to you know get back mm -hmm. out there. It's yeah, yeah that's right. Tales um, of Tomriel plays Elder Scrolls. <laughs> hell yeah, um, <laughs> and. On Friday, um, I, I jumped into that version and I played through it. Um, I figured maybe people would just be kind of interested in seeing how it might play. Because, again, Arena is a very old game and I forgot most everything. Um, <laughs> but the few things that I did actually remember was one thing is... It's the same problem that plagued me in uh, Battlespire is I can't hit the broadside of a barn in that game. I just miss just hundreds and hundreds of times. <laughs> so I was like, I got to crank up my agility. Like that'll, that'll, and the first couple of rats, every single swing, I was like, yeah, suck it, rat. And I, <laughs> I killed off those rats, no problem. And then the, as soon as I stopped fighting rats, I can't hit anything. And I was like, I put all of my points into this. I literally can't be any better than this. And I just can't <laughs> hit anything. <laughs> So, um, I managed to, uh, go a little faster, even though a lot of it was fumbling around. Um, the, the notes, because I said there are some differences, it is not the CD-ROM versions of the game for what that's worth. Just be aware of that. Um, the difference being the floppy disk versions don't have dialogue on the cutscenes. So the very first cutscene, um, you won't have any dialogue, but then later on, uh, in my videos on YouTube, it, they will start having dialogue. So wait, we which, don't hear the "you're a fool" to blah blah blah. Correct. Uh, yes, Come I on. know. There that. So 
that's exactly it. Jaeger's douchebag voice is not in this version. Neither is Rhea's actually relatively decent voice acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so be aware of that. The cutscenes will not have dialogue in this version. I believe it's the same for Daggerfall as well. I have not kicked off Daggerfall yet. I wanted to just get this so I could upload those. And then I'm kicking off Daggerfall actually uh, sooner rather than later, hopefully. But the other note about this, um, which is super bizarre, I guess, just because it, it didn't dawn on me at first. I knew there was something about the first dungeon that was different in the CD-ROM version. And I found out what that something was. There is a portal <clears throat> at the very end of the first dungeon where when you walk through the portal, uh, you, did, you, you just go out into the city. Mm -hmm. You're out of the dungeon. That's the CD-ROM version. In the floppy disk version, there is a basically DRM thing where... Uh, the running joke for anybody who watched these streams originally would remember or listen to tales, I guess, where I ranted about this all the time. The riddle doors, just the constant inane riddle doors everywhere. <laughs> so there is an extra riddle door to get out of the first dungeon. And the answer is in the instruction booklet to make sure you purchased the game and didn't steal it. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to do it. It, Considering it sure it's, is. Like, right now, it would be completely pointless because internet. But thinking back to well, 94, yeah. it kind of makes sense because, sure. you know, you couldn't and just, like, tweet, hey, what's the answer to this freaking door? Just go on Reddit to find the answer. Right. Yeah. Or, I was going to say... <laughs> Use UESB because yeah, it's totally yeah. right there. You can totally use the unofficial. I mean, then again, UESB what caught up to it in like '95. So I think so. So right out the gate, it would have been problematic. But yes, yeah, yes. Uh, so Just for... like one year after Arena comes up with this pro like solution, UESB <laughs> launches and like, yep, answer. I mean, <laughs> so. um yeah, but like that that was that was interesting. So it was an extra riddle door. I actually did not really remember the riddles uh very well because I had a couple of riddle doors when I went through Fang Lair. Um and man, that game is just even knowing what's coming. So originally, and the gimmick that I do to these for everybody uh, is I, I try to play them as if it was the first time I had access to them, like I was playing them originally, so I don't look anything up in advance. Mm. Um and I've played through Arena now, so like going through it again, I'm like, well, I'll probably remember. I don't remember squat, um, apparently, <laughs> because I'm, I have no idea. Um, I guess I blocked it out. But oh my god, it—you can get good at games. Don't get me wrong, and, and people absolutely can probably do these way more. For this game is brutal. <laughs> One of the. Uh, uh, Basically, to complete Fanglayer and get the first piece of the Staff of Chaos, um, I, I'm actually kind of curious if this is similar to the previous time that I did this and talked about this on Tales. So this is like a weird thing. Am I doing deja vu and I don't even realize it? I answer the riddle and shout out to chat because I was sitting there slack jawed trying to figure out the riddle and somebody figured it out. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so simple. Why am I dumb? Um, I open the door and I blow up immediately. And I'm like, what? The <laughs> why? So I do it again. And it turns into like 10 minutes of me desperately trying to get the door open and then dive for cover. Because on the other side of the 
door that you have to the game pauses you have to manually type in your answer it will open the door automatically upon it being correct so it's not like you then choose to do it mm -hmm. it's just you come out of typing and you're already like hope you're ready it's a square room with just the staff of chaos and three hellhounds that are just blasting fireballs at the door all the time <laughs> i don't thought that's mean-spirited <laughs> I it's I don't remember you like if if I feel like if this was the case in your last playthrough you would I would remember this. Yeah, so I opened the tales. door and immediately right, I opened the door and was just dead. So I'm like what the hell? And even chat was like what just happened? <laughs> so, so I had to basically open the door, dive for cover, lure them around the corner so that I could poke them just barely while I was recovering health and they were hopefully blasting each other. Whatever, I got the staff of chaos piece. I think I'm completely caught up because I believe the next thing is Labyrinthian. I'm going to double check. At most, there will be one more arena stream. And then if you want to watch the full playthrough of arena because you're curious about Elder Scrolls um, one arena and how the series started, um, you can just check out my YouTube. I, it's just going to be uploads of all of them pretty much. Mm. Um, but yeah, Very other explicit, than that, just a fair warning. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Lotus Play Arena is explicit Me playing the old games yeah so so they're not they're not work appropriate um it, it, i i i earmuffs on the kids it, <laughs> and everything like that i i struggle a bit like they're it's fun it's fun to experience them it's even more fun to experience them with everybody else um also uh, one thing that has been a running joke for a very long time and i, I appreciate everybody who hung up uh, hung out with me while i did this was uh <laughs> apparently we we were the number one arena streamer at the time again um mm. <laughs> which, which was the running joke it's like oh i'm the best arena streamer because there's one <laughs> person <laughs> streaming arena um but somebody brought up the fact that I, I guess during that stream, we actually had more people watching Arena than both the Daggerfall and Morrowind directories, which I also thought was really, <laughs> really funny at the time. Um, so to everybody who swung by to watch that catastrophe, um, as well as people who raided in so other people could watch that catastrophe, which was also funny. Because we got some raids where people were like, these are the old games. Enjoy, everybody. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> it's like, um, it, you guys make these way more entertaining. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's like playing these without the audience. The old games would be, I don't know, a lot more frustrating than than it is. When you are playing it on, on a live stream, oh, I guess. And, that, and that's. The only thing I like to warn people is just because it's fun. Uh, yeah. I, Doesn't mean I like enjoy I, it. It's <laughs> well, that's why it's like the frustration level like is a balance of I stay not so frustrated. I'm not having fun, but man, it is frustrating enough that it's like, yeah, it is. It is definitely not PG 13 or anything yeah, like yeah. that. It is absolutely <laughs> Your own time, probably not for your kids. Uh, there, there is a lot of frustration swearing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much been my adventures since last last time I was here. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that still made a full show. Yeah, for sure. Oh uh, yeah, and a whole. I'm, 
when I get the time, I, I really want to check out Arena. I'm not saying I'm going to finish it, because I don't... I don't have the broken mind of Lotus when it comes to throwing myself at weird achievements or weird, you know, challenge runs or playing all Elder Scrolls games and things like that. He has a he has a completely different mind. But I'm definitely interested in trying out Arena and Daggerfall as well. That they are on like oh. Steam and I don't have to go through like weird stuff to actually get them working and things like that. Right. So. Um, the only other thing which maybe it was an original plan we had and it just it never came to fruition mainly because of just a myriad of technical problems which these games are, are mm. very oh, prone the to inspire multiplayer idea yeah i <laughs> wonder if it works better on steam it might actually it might actually work on steam if it works on steam i still want to make that happen because <laughs> that's probably just a disaster if we could get some people from the community and i know several people who now the only thing i want to just tell people um red guard and battle spire are not free on steam they're uh, five bucks maybe they're not expensive but they're not free like um the first two just, mm -hmm. just so people are aware, because I did think a couple people thought that everything was free. It's it's not. Uh, one and two are free, and then the ones after that cost money. I and mean, I how think much that, can they be? I, like I think it's... it was four ninety nine on GOG, so I don't know, probably somewhere around that price. If you're price checking for me, I I, I think it's I, so six it's... bucks maybe. Uh, oh, my prices are different, so this oh, is not right. going to make okay. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, let's see if I can do it real quick. This Probably is great five for bucks, audio. Though. So... I, I would. I would assume it's got to be like five <laughs> bucks. I can't imagine it would be more than that. Oh my god. Uh, oh no, the scamp. I see. They have all the images oh. and whatnot as well because, like, you you have a Steam <laughs> store page, and it's <laughs> like, do. oh my god. <laughs> One friend, uh, one friend wants this game. Who is this? Six dollars. Which which friend is this? It, it's five ninety nine. Kitsu. Also similar to games you have played has Elder Scrolls Online and Cyberpunk for for Battle Spire. User reviews positive. Wait, I'm curious about the reviews. Okay, oh, now now they're just lying about things. Let's hold on, where are, the, are there reviews actual too? reviews? There are actual reviews. Okay, oh, let me read oh some of God. these now. Oh, please do. Let's end the show on Battlespy reviews, please. Okay, so recommended 0.7 hours on record. At least it's not another Skyrim remake. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna skip some of these. Finally, the collection is together now. And Elder Scrolls Legends indeed, but a legend for all the wrong reasons. Um, other that than that I played it before Wait. the Steam release, clunky, buggy, and had to fiddle with configuration stuff to make it boot into full screen, right? Um... Are these positive reviews? Someone is, yeah, they are positive reviews. They are recommended reviews. Someone is, is broken as shit. Thumbs up. Yeah, baby. That's what I've been waiting for. That's what it's all about. Woohoo. Someone's very excited. It just works. And the account name is actually Todd Howard. Good, good. 
I don't even know what to do. Apparently, I have to escape the Battle Spire Tower that are being invaded by Mehrun's Dagon and his army. The game has this eerie atmosphere, and I kind of liked it. A mix of... This is okay, a proper that, review, actually, yeah. That, that, is, of, that is totally legit. Yeah. That is the thing I said the whole time. I was like, the vibe yeah, I remember with the music and everything. is awesome. Everything a mix of horror lacking. and adventure. Unfortunately, the game ruined it by crashing and restarting itself every single time you died. So it's going oh. to be a hard time for you to learn the game and experiment with, it, with the skills. The controls are a mess, and gameplay is very choppy. I know this game is old, but come on, even Daggerfall ran better than this. Okay, so that seems like a very accurate. <laughs> oh, this experience. was a not recommended review. Okay. Um, if these are the recommended ones, I can't wait to hear this. Just spend all your points until you get 200 wounds, then main hand to hand with also the advantage of rapid healing and regenerate health. Oh, yeah, and if you have extra points, you should invest in absorb spells from the advantages and cure health spell. So that was it. Okay, so but yeah, that, there are there are actual reviews on them. Like also, now, I want to go through the entire like series I, and just look at the reviews. Dude, does the I'm arena gonna, have reviews? Hold on, dude. Uh, this is what we need to do for next show. We need to get some of the best reviews and organize some oh, of these out. We yes. need to have a review section next time yes. from Steam. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely do that. Okay, save, I'm checking. Save this. Elder we Scroll. totally have to do so this next. Battlespire had. Positive reviews. Elder Scrolls Arena has very positive reviews. And it actually has like uh over 250 reviews, yeah. So dude, yeah, we are definitely we definitely should do that next episode. That's a good idea. Why not? See, now as funny as this is, I'm trying to think, would I give okay, Battlespire I would not give a good review to. Would I give Arena a good review? I mean it's so difficult because how are you going to judge it when well i guess i mean you don't have to judge it when it is it's, it's just a matter of like would you enjoy the game now or like so i no, don't know you need I'm to be sick to enjoy these but <laughs> at the same time, but at the same time it's not that as frustrating and infuriating as they are like the settings are neat and stuff i Stuff. Stuff. I don't know. I don't. It's hard to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would say. I, I, I don't have a. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, we definitely have to sift through all these for next show and yeah. do a do a do a dramatic reading of Steam reviews, and we can just do different <laughs> games. Uh. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Um. Unless you have anything else in mind. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I think that I think that pretty much covers everything. All right, well, then what are your final thoughts and where can people find you? Um, you can find me uh, at Lotus of Doom pretty much everywhere. Like I said, if you're interested in um, any of the stuff I've been uploading to YouTube, whether it's my arena playthrough or any of the Dungeon Tale things, it's right over there. Uh, very easy to find. You just look for Lotus of Doom. Uh, I stream when I can, but it's super random. Um, and yeah, I was going to say Twitch and Twitter and all that stuff. It's just nice, easy to find Lotus of Doom if you need to get a hold of me. There you go, folks. All that stuff we talked about with the suffering, pain, you know, the the sick mind of Lotus of Doom, you can find him on that name. 
As for or, us, I was yeah. going to say the the only other thing, I guess if you want like a grounded version of this instead of off the rails, me screaming and stuff like that, you can also check out Elder Scrolls Lorecast on uh, Twitch, which I do with uh, Robots <laughs> Radio or, or Tom, where it's grounded on actually discussing lore related things, which <laughs> oftentimes relates to some of these older games in a less rage induced way. Yeah. So as for us and everything we do, you can follow all of that over at TalesOfTarmyalPodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitters, our own accounts and things like that. Be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themed rewards. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters. Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Have a great night. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the end. The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond. Red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond. Diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.